Hey, welcome to today's episode of Tori 37. Um, It's been a while since I've done this. Um, A lot in life has happened and let's catch up with each other. So today I want to discuss taking care of yourself. Now, I have gotten sick probably, you know, two out of the last couple of months. And, you know, it's led me to like basically think that you know, when you really put yourself to the grindstone and, you know, you feel the burn, the burn out, and you don't listen to yourself, what happens? Your body starts giving you those receptors that something's wrong. It goes into the fight or flight mode, and you have to try to figure out where to come back from that. Looking at tubes of blood, being in CT scans, having other exams done by doctors, and, you know, just being in that basic clusterfuck of what's going on with your life. It's hard. I I mean, it's not something that I would like recommend to anybody. It's very difficult to be that person and to be told that, you know, yeah, there's a problem, but we can't really fix it right now. So that's hard. And I've had to advocate for myself a lot, a lot, a lot. And finally, good news has finally hit my life yesterday I guess all my manifestations have worked out um they called and said they could move up my appointment so hopefully I'm on the road to recovery and if that includes you know a surgical procedure which is what we're looking at and recovery time that's gonna be tough for me I'm not the type of person that likes to stay in bed who likes to try to you know be silenced because obviously my voice would be affected slightly because of where I've been sick it's my esophagus and my stomach and GI tract and it's just all combined into one and it's not a good thing but I believe that you know I'm finally hitting the stride where I can help myself this will get better and going forward I'm going to try to prevent this from happening again including you know being diagnosed with H. pylori for the up millionth time and that's frustrating too because You know, that's not something you want to go through. It's literally debilitating to the point where it does keep you in bed and it doesn't make you want to be motivated by anything to help yourself. But enough about that. Let's talk about the positive things that have happened with me. So obviously I talked about writing for Brains um, magazine uh, the last time we had spoke. Uh, You're listening to me. Um, And that has been a great experience for me. It's really helped mature me as a writer and as somebody who creates content. And while that sometimes is difficult, I do get writer's block still. There are times where I'm just like, should I write this for Brains or should I write this for Tori 37? And in the end, I kind of balance the two out. I've now started writing for a third source, which is going to help me to gain more financially from all of this than the other two not to say that they won't and they haven't it's just to the point where I want to broaden my horizons and make sure that what I'm doing going forward is not just profitable in the end Um, I'm talking about long term like residual wise not you know get rich quick type situation I don't believe in that I believe in you know, you're going to work hard, you're going to go through the bumps of life, but you're going to get better at what you do. And that's so important to me. And to also get my message out about, you know, empowerment, positivity, and obviously relationships. And 
still, you know, let the, the fact be known that mental health is something that I will never not talk about. I have had moments myself recently where I've felt, you know, going under basically because of being sick and feeling like I can't get out of this mode or things that have been said to me by people who don't exactly know me on a personal basis that have affected me, that have made me kind of look at myself a little bit differently. And, you know, that's not something that I feel comfortable, you know, doing because of how far I've come in my own mental health journey to go backwards. That's difficult. It took a lot for me to sit there with myself and try to figure out, you know, where did you go wrong? Not so much wrong. I think it's something like going backwards. I took two steps back because success, no matter how people perceive it, there is a downside to it. Um, I'm not going to say that, you know, that's what's happening with me. I just think that I just get overwhelmed sometimes, especially when I see good things happen to me and then I'm sick and I can't really enjoy it. Those moments where I should be smiling, I'm sitting here crying and that's not something that I want to do. And, you know, the way the public sees me is a happy person and I am genuinely a happy person, but I have my days, I have my off days and I try not to let that show, especially being in so much pain sometimes at work because of what's going on with me. I always put my best foot forward and I'm always going to be that person that's going to try to enlighten you and inspire you to be, you know, whatever you need to be, even if it means inspiring myself at that same moment because I don't know how to feel. I I think in life when you do have those people that surround you, you know, your tribe, your your people and that dynamic that you have with them which is supportive and you know the love and the backing of each of them it helps contribute to you know you feeling better about yourself but then there there are things that you don't always feel comfortable like the dark demons that still exist in your life you don't feel comfortable like really talking to anybody about i mean we all have those moments where we just want to be left alone we have to you know recoup or regroup from where we are not everything is bright and shiny as it seems but we can overcome that you know finding things that we love and using those as creative outlets I like yoga I love yoga Um, and you know creating things vision boards Um, I draw Things that help you find your center, meditation. Always try to pour more into yourself when you feel yourself kind of slipping away. And even when I felt that recently, I don't really talk about it. I just, I'm the type of person who internalizes. So I'll just, I'll keep to myself, even though clearly I should talk about it. And I feel like a lot of people do that. A lot of things that, you know, don't seem, you know, visually you can't see when my friends tell me about themselves. I'm just like, yeah, but I don't want to burden them. 
I would never try to burden anyone with my issues. Um, I'd probably rather, you know, generally talk to, you know, somebody who's older than me or a parental figure before I would ever, like, try to, like, really put that on anybody. There was a moment recently where I completely broke down. Um, this is after a doctor's appointment. And it was just the, the tone and his facial expressions. Now, I won't really go into what he said, but it just was not a positive experience for me. And it kind of made me look at him in a different way and the way that men perceive things in life. And that's not to say men are bad. Not at all. Obviously, I'm married, so I don't think they're bad. And I have a lot of male friends who I love and respect. So I just think that when you put your own personal thoughts and try to throw society's, what you believe society's beliefs are, upon somebody, that can be very hurtful. And to suggest what he suggested was just out of line. And it was very unprofessional as a doctor, a medical professional to say to anybody. And going forward, I guess seeing him will be like, I don't know, something that I probably would be a lot more passive about. But what he doesn't realize is if you don't know somebody from the beginning of where they started, don't ever make a comment about where they're at. Especially when you yourself are not exactly in the prime of whatever. It is what it is. And that would go to, you know, how you perceive somebody in life. You know, big, small, fat, short, whatever. Doesn't matter. We all bleed the same blood. We all have the same kind of heartbeat. You know, give or take, you know if you have health problems. But we as people need to really understand that you have to look not just at the person on the outside, but the inside. When it was said to me one day from somebody who loves me deeply, I don't just see you, what you look like. I see everything together. That, that's what makes Tori. Absolutely. That's what, that definitely is what makes me. And I think that a lot of people get lost in that. I am somebody who has recovered from an eating disorder. Um, things were said to me when I was younger. <clears throat> and that led me to a spiral of like not eating and you know getting to the point where i was passing out having like really tripped out heartbeats my mother wanted to put me in treatment but you know i convinced her not to i started eating again i would get to my baseline and it would be fine now as i've gotten sick as an adult further adult it's always been an up and down type situation with me and sometimes that's hard when you have to put medication into your body, which cre- creates a fluctuation in your weight, which makes you feel like you can't really control how you look or how you feel. 
Now, when I've been sick, I've never really, like, looked in the mirror to, like, really look look at myself. And when you wear certain clothes, like uniforms or whatever, and not your own clothes, you don't really look at the difference. Now, during the pandemic, obviously, you know, people eat, you know, we all eat, including myself, not saying I don't. Um, And obviously that will affect your body. With me not being able to eat completely all the time, this has been ongoing. Um, and putting steroids into my body, which is something that I really, really re- try to resist in every way, shape, and form. I'd rather do something holistic before I did that. Um, it's caused me to gain weight. And I looked at myself in the mirror the other day after what was said to me, and I just cried. I felt like... Um, I felt like I was a monster and that's not something that anybody should feel like Um, you should always feel like you're beautiful you know you're doing the best you can but then I go back to that person when I first started and I remember how I felt then and how different it is to feel that now um I'm not anywhere close to where I was. And I think I'll always have that perception, the little voice in my head that says that, you know, you could you could look different, you could be different, you could be better. But I've used that um, to fuel, including what he said to me, <laughs> I've used that to fuel myself to do better your life is always about improving yourself being a better version of yourself and that's not something that i'm afraid to do so i mean i go to the gym i've always been an active person despite you know the size of my body or my breasts because those are very big um but that's genetic and that's a whole different story um (laughs) And I walk, I run, the yoga, I ride my my cycle. So, I mean, I do the best that I can. I'll just, you know, do a little bit better. And there's nothing wrong with that. You use it for positive, not for negative. Not to retread yourself, not to fall into that deep, dark hole. I refuse to go back to that person. I refuse to go back to what I was. Mentally, physically, emotionally. I promised myself, and I made that promise to my mother, when she's still alive, that I would always try to be the best version I could be of me. And if that takes a long time, um, that's okay. Um, I know who I am. The people who surround me in life know who I am. My friends, my family, my coworkers. They can see the progression of where I was even as a person, like like my personality. Now from where I was probably almost a year ago. Mentally, I was very burnt out. And that caused a lot of problems for me. 
and I was able to work through them from removing myself from a situation to writing things down to starting my blog starting this learning that I can help people by talking to them because we're not that that different what I want to do in life going forward is to still work in the hospital um, in a way but I also want to work at a doctor's office and that's my main goal of this year is to break out into doctor's office and be successful while still writing because that's a big part of me that's my biggest passion if I could have been a professional writer which is something that I wanted to do when I was younger I would have done but you know life's course has changed because of you know when my mom got sick and you know like things that happened to me in life does that mean that I want to be any different than what I am right now absolutely not I truly believe that if I wasn't if I hadn't been affected in the way that I was I wouldn't be here right now telling this story everything falls into place in life the way it was meant to be and that includes all the things that have happened leading up into this point there are a lot of things that I don't talk about and I probably never will but the things that I do share I want to make sure that it resonates with you as an audience whether you know me in real life or you just know me from being here I always want to be that person that you're going to feel comfortable with because I feel completely comfortable sharing what I do um, and what do I hope will happen this year I hope that we've all learned um, being inside for so long being isolated for so long slowly you know everything is opening back up and we're beginning to see life for what it is while we'll never go back to the life that we led that that life is gone um, I think it's it's good to go back to the traditions that we had with families that's important but it's also important to build newer ones so that you know little kids who are just like not understanding or grasping what's going on can see that you know there was life before this there will be life after this there'll be life for after this for all of us <sighs> there's so much out there that i want to say um I want to go to California this year. I totally want to do that just to visit. I haven't been there since I was a kid. And my two best friends live out there. So it's... I write about California a lot here. Um, it's kind of like an inspiration for what my, my dreams are. To feel the warm sun. To feel the, that breeze and to feel the ocean. The ocean that's different from Massachusetts ocean. Um, not to say that I'm not a mass girl and that I won't always have that in my heart, but my goal is to eventually move out there and and write and, and exist and just, you know, see the world for what it is. 
even if I can't ever travel, travel because of, you know, my vertigo and various other things, being afraid of heights in some way, but I think I can probably get over that hump at some point. Um, I just want to see what it is to live somewhere else besides Massachusetts as an adult. Um, obviously I lived in California, um, well, kind of, kind of, well, drove through, um, but the Phoenix thing, um, I absolutely loved. I would absolutely go back there. That's something that I'll never forget. It was such a a great experience for me as a kid um, to go through that. And in Florida, when I lived in Tampa, I was a baby. But all the pictures that I've seen, clearly I wasn't meant to be in Massachusetts forever. And that's something that I want to accomplish before I gave myself the timeline of 2024. So I have a couple of years to get that going. And, you know, having the support of the people in my life that know that that's, you know, what I'm working towards and they're working towards with me is important. I think I've accomplished everything that I've had to accomplish here. Um, there's the five-year plan that I put out for myself. Um, I've pretty much, I've done pretty good with it. Um, coming from being in management after working my way up to that and then leaving that experience to start over somewhere else to rebuild myself, reinvent you can never stop reinventing yourself. It doesn't matter how old you are. I'm two years out from 40. Now one year, um, almost two years, yeah. Because I'm gonna be 39 this, this July. So I have a lot that I wanna accomplish before 40. I mean, I think we all do. 30, once you hit 30, it's just like, you know, you really wanna accelerate that a little bit. You wanna make it better. And I think that my future, um, I, I would say it's, it's bright, but I think it also depends on how I go forward with things. I want to be the best version of me I can be. If that takes six months, if that takes a year, a year and a half, I'm absolutely gonna work towards it. I'm gonna make sure that my friends get the best version of me, that my spouse gets the best version of me, that my grandparents get the best version of me. It's important. Um, I'm always evolving. Um, I, I do the best that I can, um, even if sometimes I just need a little bit of like that, that extra push or support. But I think that in time, like everyone else who has ups and downs in life, I'll see that even keel. And when I get there, 
to what I want to accomplish, I think that I'll be pretty proud of myself. I'll be able to look up at the sky and say to my mother, hey, see mom, we did it. And I've done that a lot. Um, you know, I really wish that she was here to see the things that I've done, to see what I've accomplished, to see that I became so much more than people thought I would be. Um, I wanted to make her proud and I hope that I am. Uh, that's why I've tried to never lose my way truly. That's why I've always fought back from where I've come from. No matter how much life has pushed me down, I've always gotten back up. Because when you don't, it's giving up. It's staying stagnant. It's going backwards. It's not a good position to be in. And when you're in the mental health, um, either advocacy or awareness or, you know, just having that in your life. When you sometimes struggle to get over the hump, you kind of collapse within and when you do that, you lose a little bit of yourself. I don't want to lose myself. And when I feel that happening, I know I can reach out to somebody and they'll be there for me. And I know I would do the exact same thing for one of my friends or my loved ones. It's important to always show empathy and compassion to people in life because you never know when you're going to need that yourself. Life, the winding road that it is, the journey that it is, it, it's just, you can't really predict what's going to happen in life. What you can predict is how you can react. In a way, I mean, I'm not you can't completely control your emotions sometimes, and I, I mean, I can understand that. But what you want to do is reinforce positivity, reinforce that you know life isn't that bad. There are people who have so much worse than I do, and it really puts things in perspective. I worked the other day. There was this little girl. And she came in and she had um, CHF. And she was happy from the moment she left to the moment, the moment she came in to the moment she left. That puts things in perspective. Absolute perspective. For somebody to be in a small body and to be fighting such a, a adult disease, to me, that's... She's brave. She's very brave. There's a little girl on Facebook who's suffering from cancer and, you know, she's had to go through things that most adults haven't had to go through either. She's brave. We're all brave in our own way. When you get out of bed, you're brave. You make your bed, you're brave. It's so important to look at the little things and realize that they add up to so much bigger. Especially when 
the light is dim on one side. But it's not always that way. It won't always be that way. You will learn to overcome it. I learn to overcome it every day. When you struggle, always say to yourself, I can, I will, I have, I did. I can survive this. I will survive this. I did survive this. You can survive anything. You have to put that in your mind. You have to realize you are better than the circumstances that surround you. They will get better. One foot in front of the other, no matter what. Let me close this with. I'm thankful for everybody who's in my life. I'm thankful for the experiences that I've had in the past year. They have definitely helped me become a better, more well-rounded person. I wouldn't be Tori 37 without the things that have happened. I'm forever grateful and take care.